John chapter 15, verse 11. John 15, 11. John 15:11 My Father we thank you We thank you because you're an awesome God. Hallelujah. Lord our lives are blessed and filled with your presence, Lord. We thank you for Christ in us, the hope of glory, which makes us content joyful in every seasons of our lives. With Christ in us, we are content. Without Christ, we are null, void, empty. Thank you, Father, for filling us with your presence, Lord. Lord, as we look into your word, speak into our lives. Every resistance to the preaching of God's word, we rebuke it in the name of Jesus. Every critical spirit that rises against the proclamation of the counsel of God. We cancel it in Jesus' name. To Christ be the glory. Release your grace and anointing. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Everybody please be seated. Thank you. We want to continue and conclude with what we were talking two weeks ago. How many of you remember the title? Anybody remember the title? Mm, close. Close. You are full of it. And the question is what? Joy. Now you turn to your neighbor and ask your neighbor, are you? Are you what? Praise God. Amen. It's good that we are in the church. If it was somewhere else, maybe they would have told you. Praise the Lord. But God has made us his children. And he constantly wants us to want us to experience the impartation of his presence. Praise God. Look what Jesus says. As the Father loved me, I also have loved you. Abide in my love. Praise God. Jesus is a living example. A living model. Jesus is the model that you and I can emulate in our lives. Praise God. As the Father loved me, I love you. Praise God. Anybody in the house that feels unloved this morning, we want to give you the assurance from the word of God that Jesus loves you and me just like the Father Loved him. Praise God. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love just as I have kept my father's commandment and abide in his love. In other words, he's saying, listen, I want you to experience what I experience. And the only way to experience is the way that I experience. And here is how I experience. I want you to experience the same kind of love. Abide in that love. Abide in my commandment. These things I have spoken to you. That my joy may remain in you. And that your joy may be full. Praise God. Hallelujah. God wants us to experience 
fullness. What? Fullness. Praise God. What is this joy that Jesus is talking about? We already said it's not happiness because happiness is based on happenings. Happening is, happiness is based on circumstances. But this is a joy that is out of the world. Praise God. A supernatural joy. Praise God. That originates in Christ. And he wants us to experience it. And he tells us how we can experience it. Praise God. He's saying that I want you to experience what? The fullness. I want you to be full of joy. Praise God. Hallelujah. You know, our God is an awesome God. Our God is a unique God. And every time you read the Bible, you understand as there is an unveiling of him, every nature of him is hyperbole. He is a God who fills, Paul writes, he fills all in all. Praise God. He's a God who offers life in abundance. He's a God who offers life everlasting. He's a God who loves us with an everlasting love. Oh my God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Look what the Bible says. Jesus said, those who believe me out of their belly shall flow. Flow. In other words, he's going, if you believe me, I'm going to turn something on in you. What? Rivers of what? Living water. Not trickling, not a drop here and a not drop there. He says, rivers of living, an unending flow. That's what he offers. Praise God. The psalmist says, my cup runneth over. In other words, he wants us to catch glimpse that everything in him is not confined, but rather it flows and it overflows. Praise God. Amen. Mm-mm, Paul says, you give and he will give how? A good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over. Running over. Praise God. Jesus said, don't you think if you ask him for the spirit, how much more would he give what? How? Hmm? How? Praise God. Yes. Praise God. Generously, liberally, praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Everything that we have is measured in this world because everything in this world is calculated and measured. But God offers immeasurable. Amen. Praise God. That's the nature and the ability of my God. He says, I am able to do much more exceedingly and abundantly more than what you ask or imagine. That's my God. And he says that I have something for you. The joy that I have to offer you is a joy that is full and that is complete. Hallelujah. Quite often, 
we don't come to that level. Praise God. It's not because of what he is offering. Praise God. Has lack of it. It's the receiving end. Praise God. Hallelujah. This morning, how's the receiving end? Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. We need to catch a glimpse of him who is able to fill us up. He wants us to experience that complete joy, the full joy that he's talking about. What is this joy? This joy is knowing who God is. This joy that he's talking about comes from the fact of knowing who God is, comes from the fact of abiding in Christ, comes from the fact of this word abiding in us, comes from the fact of the Holy Spirit filling that produces this joy. Praise God. Last week we said three things. And we tapered off with the second one. First we say the joy of a Christian who begins his journey. We said the joy of a Christian who is on the journey. And that's where we are. Praise God. You know, you look at the scriptures. We will see men, mighty men and women of God. Praise God. They gone through seasons where they went through seasons of drought and joylessness. Is that a fact? Yes. Praise God. It is. David who said, my cup runneth over, came to a point in Psalm 55 where he says, if I had the wings of a... huh." Praise God, I would just fly. I just want to get out of here. Don't we go through such predicaments in our lives where we want to be out. We want to get out of the situation that you are in. Job was a man of God, upright, imperfect, and blameless. One day he said in Job chapter 3, I wish that I was not born. How many of us, how many of us have said this? I wish that I was not born. Praise God. Elijah, the man of God, said, it's enough. Praise God. I throw in the towel. I'm calling it quits. Take me away. Praise God. Yes, we can go through such seasons in our life also. Praise God. But God has done something very unique for us. Praise God. And Jesus is saying, listen, what I have to offer you, praise God, is such that it continues to give and it can take you to the fullness of joy. Praise God. What is he saying? He says, get connected to the source. Tell your neighbor, get connected to the source. Get connected to the source. Let my joy remain in you and then what? Then your joy will be full. In other words, he's saying that my joy and your joy have to be connected. And the level of your joy is directly proportionate, directly related to my joy being in residence of you. Praise God. Hallelujah. You can't have it any other way. Praise God. Hallelujah. Yes, 
So what is the source of our joy? What is the source of our joy? Huh? Christ. Praise God. Christ is a source of the joy. And you run through the scripture, you will find amazing things. You will find that even before his physical birth, the joy that he brought. Remember that scene? Where two cousins are coming and they are meeting and they greet each other. Who are they? Huh? Elizabeth and Mary. Praise God. As she's conceived, Mary breaks into a song. And as they meet each other, as they see each other, praise God. This is what the Bible says. The baby in the womb leaped with joy. Which baby? Huh? Praise God. Amazing. Hey, amazing. What are you talking about? We're talking about a fetus. We're talking about a joy that transmits the joy that runs through the system. The joy that runs through your system that can cause the unborn in you to leap with joy. This is no common joy. <laughs> this is not the kind of joy that the, Bible, that the psalmist talks about. Praise God. This is a supernatural joy. Praise God. Remember what the angel said one dark night? Praise God. It was dark and all of a sudden that dark cloak was cut by light that came out of heaven. The silence of the night was shattered with the angelic voice as the choir, angelic choir sang and said what? A great what? Glad tidings of Great joy. Hey, as the birth of Jesus was announced, what was announced that is going to bring what? Glad tidings of great joy. If that's the case, hey, if Christ is born in you and me, how much more joy? Praise God. If Christ is in residence in you and me, how much more joy? Praise God. Then Jesus exemplified joy in his ministry. This is what the accuser said. His enemies accused him of being too joyful. The Son of Man came eating and drinking. Here is a friend of tax collectors. In other words, Jesus, you're having too good of a time. We cannot stand it. You are supposed to be somber-minded. You are supposed to be in a somber mood. A lot of Christians think that being a Christian is supposed to be what? Always what? Huh? Somber. The way that most of the people are sitting in the church. Huh? Praise God. Listen, Jesus described himself as a bridegroom enjoying a wedding feast. The Bible says he was full of joy through the Holy Spirit when he, when he witnessed what pleased the Father. Hmm. Praise God. Jesus talked about my joy. Whose joy? His joy. 
Jesus talked about my joy, which was what? He's saying, my joy is such that you can feed off my joy. His joy is such that he not only rejoices and experiences that joy, his joy is something you and I, and he wants his disciples to feed off. Praise God. In other words, Jesus is promising a lifetime supply of joy in their life. How? Listen to what Jesus says. Jesus says, you know that prayer thing that you called, that mundane routine experience that many think it is. He says, this is what he says. Jesus says, ask and you will receive and your joy will be complete. Praise God. You know, Jesus in his parable in Luke chapter 15, talked about three par three stories. Remember? The lost sheep, the lost coin, and the lost son. Praise God. He starts the story on a lower note and ends it on a what? On a higher note. Praise God. How does he end it? He says that the lost sheep cost cause the shepherd to be joyful in the end. The lost coin cost the woman to be joyful in the end. The lost son cost the father to be joyful in the end. In other words, Jesus is saying, I am here to change your story. Hello? Praise God. You don't have to walk with a face, with a, with, with, with a head that's drooping down. He came to lift up your head. He came to lift up your head. He wants you to experience joy, abounding joy that's full. Praise God. A sad shepherd became a joyful shepherd. A sad woman became a joyful woman. A sad father became a joyful father. How? Jesus, this is how he says it. Jesus brings it to, to home. He says, the joyful shepherd because he, he did what? He repossessed what he had lost. Joyful woman because she relocated what she had lost. Joyful father because he re what he reinstated. Praise God. Or he had a restoring of his relationship. Praise God. And Jesus says, likewise, there is joy in heaven when one sinner repents. Praise God. He wants you and I to experience that kind of joy which is out of the norm, which is out of the norm. Guys, you know, we live in a real world, and we need to take a reality check. And we need to look through the Bible, and we need to look into our lives, how it plays out. Praise God. Look at the church in, in the New Testament, Acts chapter 13, we see amidst the persecution, the early church was characterized by what? By gladness of their heart and the joy of the Lord. Paul and Barnabas were badly beaten. I'm not talking about the experience in the prison. That was Paul and Silas. Paul and Barnabas were badly beaten. And Acts chapter 13, 52 says, they were joyful. What is it? 
pressure on the outside, pressure on the inside, inflicting wounds. There is something that brings joy. Isn't that what happened in the prison between Paul and Silas? Praise God. But do you know how that story ends? That episode ends? That night, what happened? The jailer got saved. The jailer got baptized. And do you know what the Bible says? The Bible says that the jailer was what? Joyful. In other words, your joy is contagious. Praise God. The joy that comes from heaven is contagious. And it is not based on what's happening on this realm it's based on the fact that you are connected to the source of joy which is Jesus himself praise God hallelujah one more word 2 Corinthians 8.2 put it up please 2 Corinthians 8.2 look at this equation this is an unbelievable equation that Paul talks about Paul is bragging to the Corinthians about the Macedonian church and he says how that in great trial of affliction the abundance of their joy and their deep poverty abounded unto the riches of the liberality in other words this is how it goes it says in the midst of very severe trial their overflowing joy and their extreme poverty welled up in rich generosity. Hello. How is that possible? Come on. Listen. Save your trial plus poverty is what? Think about it. You're going through big trouble and then your broke, busted, bankrupt has no penny in your pocket. What's your mood? Come on. What's your mood? What's your mood? Huh? Our mood is what? We're depressed, discouraged. If we hear that everybody's getting a pink notice, we get discouraged. When the world is threatening your livelihood, when the world is threatening your bread and butter on the table, the Bible says, severe trial plus poverty can only lead to discouragement. But there is an a, 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 a importation there that changes the equation. What is that? Severe trial plus overflowing joy plus poverty brought what? Brought what? Brought a miracle. Hello? Hello? Praise God. Created in them a heart of benevolence that comes from a benevolent God because it's his joy that's working on the inside that supersedes the exterior circumstances that it brings forth out of them the best in the worst. Praise the Lord. James says, consider it pure, sheer joy when you go through sufferings and trials in your life. Because trial does what? It produces perseverance. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. What's our mindset this morning as we are seated in the presence of God? Maybe you're going through a roller coaster experience in your life. And it's draining joy out of you. 
I want you to learn, I want you to know that you can plug into the source of joy. Praise God. Where does the drain take place? We need to know that. Praise God. We need to know where the drain takes place so that we can do what? What can we do? If a drain is taking place, if your love tank is running dry, and every time you keep filling it up, what does that tell you? That there is a what? There is a leak. There is a hole. There is a drain somewhere, somewhere. And if your joy tank, as God wants it to be full, is running dry, it's going down, we need to find the source, the cause of drain, and do what? Plug it up. Praise God. Tell your neighbor, plug it up. Praise God. Hallelujah. Look what Jesus says. He throws light into it. He says, listen, it's all directly command, connected to what? He says, abide in me and my, let my words abide in you. Let my love, you abide in my love. In other words, this is directly connected to what? Connected to us abiding in his love. He wants us to experience that love. He wants us to experience that fullness of joy. But he's saying, listen guys, if my joy has to remain in you, you have to remain in my heart. Praise God. There's no easy way out. You can't cut corners here. Praise God. You can't cut corners here. You know, when we step out of the realm of word. When we step out of the boundary of God's word. It affects us. Our spiritual life. It affects our soulish life. It affects our physical life. It affects our emotional life. It affects our relational life. It affects our financial life. How is it that we can come into the house of God. And walk out of the place with no joy. You know why? Praise God. There is a drain. Praise God. And you need to find out. You need to fix it. Praise God. Hallelujah. Disobedience to the word of God causes us to lose peace and joy. Praise God. The writer John, the gospel the, the, in the epistle, 1 John chapter 3, if you claim to love him and do not obey his command, his love is not in you. Your, there is no truth in you. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hmm. Praise God. Disturbance. Restlessness. Praise God. No contentment. No joy, no joy in ministry, no joy in singing, no joy in worship, no joy in meditation, no joy in reading the word. Praise God, causes men of God and women of God to seek for joy elsewhere. Let me tell you, this is what God spoke to Jeremiah saying, they have forsaken me. What? They have forsaken me, the living, springing well of life, and they have gone out for what? Broken cisterns. 
Praise God. Why do you think Christians, believers, are not interested in the things of God? That's a telltale sign that you have gone away from the Lord. Because what delights God does not delight you. The psalmist says in Psalm 16, in his presence is what? Joy. His right hand is pleasures forevermore. In his presence is joy. There is no more what? Joy when you approach his presence. Not because he has changed, but we have changed. Praise God. Hallelujah. So what do we do? Well, there is no substitute to what God offers. And therefore we need to do as Real as it is, look to Jesus. Praise God. The writer of Hebrews says, Let us fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and the perfecter of faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, scorning his shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Look to Jesus. See what Paul is saying in Philippians chapter 4, 4 to 8. This is what he's saying. Praise God. Is giving us a guidelines to experience the Christian joy that God has to offer us. Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again. Rejoice. The man is sitting in the prison and is writing the epistle. He says, rejoice. And I again say rejoice. The Lord is near. Praise God. Why? Don't forget that he is near. Praise God. If somebody says the Lord is coming, what does that do to you? Your emotion will reveal your state and your status. Praise God. If somebody is saying the Lord is coming, how would you react? Hmm? How would we react? Well, some will praise. Some will say not today, maybe tomorrow. Well, it all depends on, it shows, our emotions will show where we are and what we are at. Praise God. Not only that, he goes on, he says, the Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything but in every situation by prayer and petition. In other words, pray about everything that bugs you. Hello? Pray about everything that bugs you. Praise God. Yes? Praise God. What do you do when you do that? And with thanksgiving, present your request to God and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, Whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Praise God. Hallelujah. So do what? Praising God. Don't forget the fact that His coming is near. Pray about the things that bugs you and bothers you. Dwell on good things of God. Be deliberate in praise. Praise God. 
Yes, according to the psalmist in Psalm 19, 8, we experience joy by communing with him and obeying his word. Praise God. Experience joy that comes by being in his presence. And one day, praise God, you will hear the master saying, enter into the joy of the Lord. Praise God. The joy that we have when we start our Christian life should be maintained as we go through life experience. Humanly, it's impossible, but our God is a God who is able to do, help us to do what we cannot by our own strength. Praise God. Joy at the end when we reach our home. Praise God. It's illustrated by Moore's poem and goes like this. Joy, joy forever. The work is done. The gate is passed. And heaven is won. When we enter into the joy of the Lord. Praise God. Hallelujah. Folks, shall we rise up before the Lord? Hallelujah. I don't know where you are this morning. Praise God. Maybe down and gloomy. Praise God. But what God has to offer us, praise God, is joy that can fill us in any and every seasons of our lives. Let his joy remain in us. How is that possible? When we know our Savior. Praise God. When we continue to abide in Christ, when we continue to allow the word of Christ to abide in us, and when we are filled with the Holy Spirit, we continue to produce unending, uninterrupted joy. The trials of life can bog us down. The trials of life can disturb us, can bring restlessness in us. But hold on to Him. Hold on to Jesus. Look to Jesus, the source of life, the source of peace, and the source of joy. Father, we come in the name of Jesus. Lord, we commit God's men and God's women into your hands. Lord, we thank you because you are an awesome God who does great things in us, for us, and what you can do through us. And Father, we pray if there is anybody in the house that is going through a crisis, going through a roller coaster experience in their lives, growing through a trial in their lives, may they experience the pure joy that comes from you, Father. May they continue to abide in you, Lord, because we know that in every season, you can produce in us what the world cannot, Father. Thank you, Lord beyond our circumstances, beyond our environment, we pray that we will become joyful people and that we will say, the joy of the Lord is our strength. As we depart from this place, may your presence go with us. May your presence abide with us. May we go from grace to grace, from glory to glory, from victory to victory, from power to power, we all reach the destiny that God has in for us, Father. We thank you because you're a sovereign God 
We thank you because you're in control of our lives. We thank you because you're in control of our affairs, of our lives. We simply yield to you and lean on you. Thank you for the ever-abiding Holy Spirit that will continue to lead us and guide us. Bless your people. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.